Sodom. Then the men rose from there and looked towards Sodom, and Abraham went with them to send them on the way. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him. That they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice. That the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. And the Lord said, because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great. And because their sin is very grave. I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against it that has come to me. And if not, I will know. Then the men turned away from there and went towards Sodom. But Abraham still stood before the Lord. And Abraham came near and said, would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare? And not spare it for the 50 righteous that were in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous should be as the wicked. Far be it from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth be right? So the Lord said, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. Then Abraham answered and said, indeed now, I who am but dust and ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose there were five less than the 50 righteous. Would you destroy all the city for lack of five? So he said, if I find there 45, I will not destroy it. And he spoke to him yet again and said, suppose there should be 40 found there. So he said, I will not do it for the sake of 40. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry and I will speak. Suppose 30 should be found there. So he said, I will not do it if I found 30 there. And he said, indeed, now I have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose 20 should be found there. So he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 20. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak but once. Once more. Suppose 10 should be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 10. So the Lord went his way as soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham. And Abraham returned to his place. You could never um, find a um, few verses of scripture that reveal so much about God and the way he conducts his relationship. See, you and I must understand that uh, this is a relationship. And you know the way relationships are. We know the way relationships are. We are not close to everybody. It's not possible because we're human beings. But when we find people we are close with, it's a totally different matter. 
with people you are very close to. You share a lot of things that you don't share with everybody. You, 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 even in families where you have more, uh, a few children, not all, not all of them are not close at the same level. There are some people, if they, if they have something that is really troubling them, they won't tell everybody, but there are some people they will tell. There is something so powerful here that everybody needs to understand that God has his friends. And he doesn't have it on the basis of your, the look of your face, the color of your skin, the, the, the stature. No. He has it only on one basis. You trust him, you obey him. Period. You trust God, you obey him. Period. That's why Hebrews Hebrews tells us in 11.6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So now, Abraham has done this thing. He has shown an understanding of true religion. You know, he has shown great understanding of true religion in his hospitality. Because a lot of people don't understand true religion. James says true religion is to visit the orphan and the fatherless. And to keep a man's a man to keep himself spotless from the world. True, that's true religion. True religion is not a, a rituals, you know. So, for God to say, "In Himself shall I hide from Abraham what I'm doing," that's a very profound revelation. Very profound revelation. So, what does this mean to you and I? God was saying, how could Abraham wake up the next morning and Sodom and Gomorrah next door? Because if you know Israel, Sodom and Gomorrah is southern Israel. You remember that uh, 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 love, that, that is the, the, the bed of, um, of um, uh, River Jordan. That's the bird of River Jordan. And that goes from uh, 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 River Jordan to the Sea of Galilee and then to the Dead Sea. So it's a very fertile place. So Loth moved there. <coughs> Abraham stayed in Hebron also, you know, in that area. Now what God is saying is how could Abraham wake up in the morning and see blazing fire from going up into the sky? And he would have absolutely no clue what is going on. And God said to himself, that is not the way to treat a friend. That's awesome. That is awesome. But what does he say to you and I? So, if you and I are here, and A is happening, B is happening, we're just as surprised as everyone else. Don't, there's no need to, 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 to wonder. You know that, 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 that my intimacy, you need to measure up. That I should get up in a place and I'm as surprised as everybody else about what is going on. I don't need to complain to anybody. I need to quietly go into my closet and say, Lord, not even a clue. Not even a clue. Please, I plead with you. Show me what I need to do. 
so that when things are happening around me, you will let me know. At least the ones I need to know. So it shows us that uh, there, is, there is a way to intimacy. There is a way to intimacy. You know, it is not just religion. You know, I told you, you know, not only did Abraham walk by faith and trust the Lord, but he understood other things about relationship with God. One of the ones he demonstrated here is real hospitality and servant spirit. You know, he not only uh, served, uh, gave food to these strangers, but he waited on them to serve them. And now when they're leaving, you know, he has courted them, you know, he has courted them to see them off. Awesome. And yet he didn't know who they were. And there was, there was when God said, hmm, this man wakes up tomorrow morning and, and he didn't know what is going on. I would have been unfair to my friend. Only God can say that. Mm. Only God can. You and I can say that. Only God can say that. God said, no, I won't do this to him. I will not do this to, to him. Okay. And then he gave us other reasons. Number one, Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And all nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Now, this statement is a product of Genesis 12. And the Lord said to Abraham, arise and come. And I'll show you where I'm sending you. You know, Genesis 12, 1, 2, 3. And, and, and there, good, get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you there. I will make your name great. I will, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. And you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Verse four is where the key is. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken. That's it. That's what makes a man who he is, makes a person who he is or who she is before God. They don't mm. argue with God. If God says this is the way it should be, that's it. That's the way it should be. They don't mm -hmm. care whose opinion is, is, is rejected. They don't care. They do not care. They know that uh, if you want to be intimate with God, then there must be obedience and loyalty. Primary obedience and loyalties to God on everything. So that statement, that statement he made, he will surely become a great nation. He was repeating the promise that already filed away for Abraham. You know, it's all filed away. All the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him, verse 3 of Genesis 12. Now, he gives us another reason in verse 19. He said, I have known him. I have known him. That he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do 
righteousness to do justice. When people go to their offices and perpetrate injustice, they give contracts to people who give them kickbacks. They do all these things. They come to church and pray. <laughs> and they want to be intimate with God. I said, you, you, you haven't studied the Bible. That's what it means. He said, I know this man. He will do righteousness. He will do justice. So that the favor of God will continue in his lineage. A lot of people want the favor of God to continue in their lineage, but they have not learned righteousness and justice in their ways. So how is it going to work? How on earth is it going to work? You say, oh, I'll pray for it. Oh, no. <laughs> you can pray. You can pray. <laughs> yes, indeed, you can pray, but that's not what controls it. That's not what controls it. The second thing you learn in this verse 19 is that God is primarily interested in generational faith. Generational faith. He doesn't want the whole thing to end with Abraham. And he will need Abraham to command his children. He will need Abraham to instruct his children not about attending church, as good as it is. Not about uh, paying tithe and offering, as good as it is. It's about righteousness. It's about justice. It's about faith. It's about loyalty. So, what have you and I been instructing our children? Is it about the principles of godliness? Or about religion. Some people are so interested in religion that they forget the principles of godliness. And that's why they say, oh, uh, uh, a lot of Christians, um, their children are into this and that and the other. I say, what did you model for them? Children, I tell parents, I said, children are photocopiers. They can hear you but they'll do what you're doing. You know. So if you're not careful to model loyalty to God, to model truth, justice, righteousness, particularly even parents who have favorites, you know, they treat one one way, they treat another another way, and then you come and tell them about justice, they will just laugh that even you yourself, you're not fair. And these children nowadays, they'll tell you, Daddy, that's not fair. <laughs> he will command his children and his household after him so that they'll keep the way of the Lord. Now, there are many parents who wonder, how can a man really do that, you know, in this day and age? One of the things that we learn from the Bible is that uh, he says you should repeat these principles to their hearing. That's what Deuteronomy says. When you are sitting down at home, when you are rising up, when you are going right, when you are going left, keep repeating these principles. You may think they are not hearing it. They are hearing it. They are hearing it. 
Bismillah, oh, you hear them saying, like I say now, my father used to say. <laughs> I say that a lot, my father used to say. You know, what my father used to say. You know, when he was teaching us the Bible, all the things he used to say. So, so it is important for you and I to, to model spiritual life, godliness, you know, not like um, a, a, a child that told uh, another child that I school together, my father is corrupt. Mm. So, so, so what, do you, what do you expect that child to be? Oh, wow. My father is corrupt. You know, children are, are very innocent. <laughs> they blot it out. They're not, uh, they've not grown to be discreet. He said, this Abraham will ensure for me generational faith. And that's why you see, even though Jacob, uh, Isaac was the perfect, Isaac was the perfect model. You know, that's why people are saying that Isaac was a type of Christ. Isaac never put a foot wrong. You know, I mean, 25-year-old boy and Abraham, uh, 100 years, Abraham is tying him to the wood to, to, to make him the sacrificial lamb. And Isaac is lying down there quietly. Uh-uh. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he could have run away. Yes, or said to him, Baba, hey, so you want to kill come me? And lie down, come and lie down. Yeah, do you want to lie down? Maybe the sacrifice. <laughs> and he'll life is ending. Back. My own is just beginning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isaac was unbelievable. <clears throat> Isaac was unbelievable. When it was time to get married, you know, mm. he didn't bother with the Canaanite women because. Abraham like already Christ. told him, yes. Abraham already told him. So he just stayed there. And they brought Rebecca. The Bible mm. says he just married her. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. He just married her. And Rebecca became the gift that made sure that the covenant was transmitted to Jacob and not to Esau. Because she had the revelation. You know, that's why they married her. The elder shall serve the younger. Mm. Isaac didn't get the revelation. Reve uh, Rebecca got the revelation. So Isaac was going to give the blessing according to tradition. Rebecca insisted that the revelation, the, 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 the transmission of the covenant must go according to uh, revelation, not according to tradition. So, you know, so, Isaac was so awesome, you know. Jacob is a story for another day. <laughs> and oh. the Lord said, you know, so he began to narrate. Uh-oh, we stop now. Okay. <laughs>